Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. It's The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Welcome back, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. They know. Folks, my guest tonight is a... Tony, Emmy, and Grammy Award-winning actor, you know as Wolverine, Jean Valjean, and the Music Man. He now stars in the new movie, The Sun. Please welcome back to The Late Show, one of the greatest showmen, Hugh Jackman! I love it. Sir. Nice to see you again. It's good to see you, too. So, is this true? Is this true? For, tho- for those of you who did not get a chance to see it, I'm, I'm sorry they didn't, because, as, as I said on the show uh, last year, your music man, uh, you and Sutton Foster, just one of the most joyful evenings of the theater I've ever been to in my life. Just... Oh, thank you. Really... Thank you. Did thank the you. old girl proud. Thank actually, you. Thank actually you. Gave that show enormous life. It was just so fun to be at. How many performances all together? Because I talked to you right... Before you started, 422. Wow. 422. That's a lot. That's a lot, uh, man. And it's weirdly, it was a 40-year journey for me because I was salesman number two in 1983. Uh, and then about <laughs> on the train. On the train. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, another territory. Yeah, I, I, it, it was terrible. So I'm not going to reenact it, but uh, it was it was so surreal yesterday and so poignant, and it meant a lot. There were a lot of tears. It was a long journey because of COVID. I think we started four or five years ago in earnest, and then we had the break. And then to right, come back... Right, it was literally back, like just... Like, COVID shut everything down like a couple of weeks before you were supposed to open. We were about to start, and so uh, all of a sudden... Then I spent COVID, like, three days a week dancing and dancing and singing and then just keeping things going. So it, it, it felt not just like 422 performances. It felt like a journey that was so massive and also being part of Broadway coming back. The audiences, I have to just say, the audiences, and I know some of you are here today who were there, were just incredible. And, and we got to thank them yesterday because, you know, a year ago, you remember, going to the theatre was a scary thing, and yeah. yet they still came out, they still came out, mm-hmm. and it means a lot to me. But it was a very poignant day. Well, I would like to, uh, I'd like to toast your Whoa. achievement here. So Whoa. I understand... Oh, I, I like my this. understanding is that you are a fan <laughs> of an espresso martini. I am. Okay, so we have... Oh, you're going to make this? For, I'm going to try to make this right here. This is impressive. Espresso martini. Okay, so uh, what, what, what is... Oh, is this oh, pandemic skills or this, is this oh, going way better? it is. Because <laughs> uh, we, sh- we did the show from home. Right. We did the show from Completely home. Completely drunk. At, well, kind of, because <laughs> who's, who's going to police me <laughs> while I do it? Um, my friend John oh. Stewart, shortly before COVID, gave me an espresso machine. And I found that the the journey from my studio, which was our spare bedroom, to the bar, which was my kitchen, 
was very short. <laughs> okay. And, and always we, open. And always open. There you go. We we'll do a little bit good. of this good. right there. There you go. That. And then do you I'm do uh, regular or uh, decaf? How no, do you let's do go regular. Stuff? Come on. Come on. Let's stay awake. I mean, last night, after a year, I went home to Deb. Uh, after not being home at night, and we finished the show at six, and I was like, babe, nine o'clock, I was asleep. And she goes, oh. No, I'm shooting. <laughs> That's well, okay. I'm, pu I'm pulling you a shot <laughs> right you now. This? There you go. She was like, really? After a year, you go to bed at nine. So this is terrific. If I have a little full... You give me the full bunger. Full, full bunger. There you espresso. go. Let's see what Thank happens you. here. Now, while I'm shaking this up, if we can... That's okay. Oh, all good. Oh, nice hands. <laughs> nice hands. There we go. Hold on, we go. There's none of it. How cold do you like it? Cold. Extra cold. Come on. All right. All right. Whoa. You got nothing on me, Tom Cruise. Yes. There you go. Would anyone else like... No, I'm kidding. There you go. That is impressive. I'll take it. There you go. Thank you so much. And do you do this? Do you do this nonsense? What's this? What do you got? Oh, look at... Whoa. Like that? Fancy. There you go. Fancy. I'll, I'll pour mine quickly. <laughs> How much is that, man? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Good to see you. Cheers, everybody. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Mm. Is it just me? Because uh, I, I saw you after you stopped doing Wolverine and mm -hmm. you got uh, human size again. Mm -hmm. Is it... <laughs> you look a little bumped up here. Are you, are you coming up a little bit? You're because... talking about... Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Do you really? How are like? Are you are you like excited to be big again, or are you dreading it? Because even your, your lovely wife Deb Furness said like it was ridiculous how big he got. <laughs> are you gonna get that big again? Of course. Come on, man. It's Wolverine. How much? What do you big, have to big, do? How, much, how many like chicken carcasses are we gonna find in your green room after this? It's six thousand calories. It's about 6,000 calories do, a day. You, what are you we supposed to do, 2,000? I think at the moment I'm building up. I'm like four and a half, five thousand 5,000 calories. I wore a heart rate monitor as Harold Hill. So uh, my trainer said, I need to know what I'm working with here because I'm trying to bulk up. So uh, I burned 1,500 calories in the show eight times a week. And she goes, oh, oh, you're going to eat. So I was eating 4,500 calories a day. And yeah, as I'm Harold sorry. Hill. Yeah, and I'm sorry for the audiences in the front row. I'm sorry for my cast. I'm sorry for my wife. It was not pretty. But, uh, and now I'm just eating and training. But and what does it do to your costume designers at to, no. the Music Man if you're bulking up while you're playing this leggy dancer? I split my pants three times. And they were not breakaway pants. They were not breakaway pants. Yes. And one was at the beginning of 76 Trombones where I jump up on the stage. <laughs> it was, and it was, I'm going to explain it. It was a rip. Here. Wow. Very dangerous rip, let me tell you. <laughs> and I thought, everything's going to be OK. You know, I've got the dance built on, the whole thing. But sure. in our show, we actually have children, like children, children. And right below me at the bottom of the stage is KK, lovely KK, who turned eight during the show. And I'll just never forget her face going... <laughs> and I just didn't have the heart to look down in case... In case this was that a line of defense moment. was not <laughs> what I thought. So mm. anyway, it, mm. it was sort of okay, but uh, yeah, she may never recover. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, KK. I'm sorry to her parents. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. Now let's talk about prepping uh, to be. This this is for uh, Deadpool three. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
ongoing beef we between like, Deadpool and Wolverine, but like, also... We like to call it Wolverine 10, if that's okay. Oh. Let's call it Wolverine 10. Were there, were there nine other Wolverines? I believe I've been in Wolver nine. Well, yes. no, including cameos. I've uh, appeared nine times. Okay, yeah. Yes. And Logan, of course, being the last and the greatest. Yes. Thank of all you. of them. Thank you. Um, yeah. Several other people feel the same way. A little slow. A handful, <laughs> handful of people. So uh, you and Ryan Reynolds have got a little bit of ongoing beef going yeah. over the yeah. years. Oh. You, you recently uh, yeah, no. you recently warned the Academy well, yeah. against something having to do with Well, uh, at the beginning of the new year, I really wanted to put out a post that was positive, but I couldn't because I found out that a song from Spirited, which is a great musical that he and Will are in, and a song written by Justin, Will yeah. Ferrell, sorry, Justin and Ben, who wrote the music for Greatest Showman, I love them, they wrote the song called Good Afternoon. Um, and singing on that song is Ryan Reynolds and it was shortlisted for an Oscar. And I was like, <laughs> I have to be on a set for months with this man. And if he gets nominated for best song, if he gets validated in any way <laughs> as a singer, I am never gonna actually get through one day, let alone three months. So, for the love of God, I know the nomination's closed tomorrow. Please, please. I love Justin and Benj, I love Will Farrell. Please don't validate him. That's all I'm asking. Well, we have to take a quick break, but stick around. We'll be right back with more Hugh Jackman, everybody. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we're back here with the star of the new movie, The Sun, Mr. Hugh Jackman. Let's talk about your beautiful performance in The Sun. This is a, uh, a, a prequel, in, in a sense, to the 2020 movie The Father, uh, Florian Zeller, uh, mm. wrote and directed. Mm. Beautiful, I, I, it was a be beautiful director. I interviewed him for that, for, mm. for The Father. Um, you got to work with uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins mm -hmm. in this. I've spoken to the man once and it changed my life. Yeah. Tell me what it was like to do scenes with him. It changed my life as an actor, and and we got on really well. And he still texts me, and every time he texts me, text I go, texting him back like, "Yo, what up?" You know. <laughs> How's he, it hanging, Tony? Here's what's amazing. He's 83. Sorry if nobody knows that. Sorry, Tony. Um, he's 83, and it's a great lesson for any upcoming actor. He had one day on set, and the producers apparently were freaking out because they said this scene's going to take two days, and yeah. Florian was like, don't worry, I know him, one day's enough. And he has a certain, whatever it is, 12 hours. He has to be back in the hotel after 12 hours. Now, he woke up that morning so excited at 3 in the morning that he just got in a cab, <laughs> and he came out to the set, which was on Long Island, and he arrived at 4.45 in the morning on set. There was one security guy there just to make sure no-one broke into the house overnight, yeah. and Anthony Hopkins. 
So, officially, he started the clock at 4.45. Now, no-one turned up till 7.30. He's three hours into his day, unbeknownst to him. And, of course, everyone was freaking out. We came in to do the scene. And I'll never forget the first AD said, um, you know, would you like a rehearsal? And he just went, that won't be necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and we just would shot... Would you have liked a rehearsal? I wanted, yes. I wanted to go for nine days. I wanted to keep going. Anyway, and he did that first take. And the first take, I'm sitting there, like, not far, much further from you. Yeah. Just going, this is one of the greatest days of my life. We had finished shooting his side by 9.30 in the morning. He just came in and every wow. take he did was so good. We turned around, the camera's on to me, we finished me in an hour. And then at the end of it, he goes, the scene's done. And then Anthony turned to the director and said, I just want another go. Can I have another go? And so we turned all the cameras around again and I said to the director quietly, I said, it was so brilliant. Why do you think he wanted to go again? He said, I just think he missed acting because of the pandemic, he hadn't acted in 18 months. Sure. He said, I think he'd miss it and he wanted to have another go. And that's sure. who he is. He was... <laughs> he loves him. Uh, we have to take a break. Stick around. More Hugh Jackman in just a moment. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theatre with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Hugh Jackman, everybody. The, the, the story of the son fo focuses uh, in, in many ways on mental health. And you said that you were, am I right, something of a hot mess mm. making this movie. I believe mm. I'm quoting you correctly. Um, you seem like a fairly well-adjusted person. W why were you a hot mess doing this movie? Uh, so the movie, just to give you people an idea, it centers around the son is uh, played by Zen McGrath, Nicholas, who is a 17-year-old going through a mental health crisis. No one's really sure. I've, I've left his mother. I now have a new wife and a baby and a moved house. There's a number of factors going on, but it's unclear as to why he's gone into this dive of depression and he's really, really, really struggling, not going to school and no one knows what to do. And every scene is this terrifying fear as a parent where you don't know what to do. You don't know how to help. You're doing your best. Everything seems to not work. And I think diving into the material as a father, as an actor, and also I'm still a son. You know, my father passed away during filming. Oh. Um, and I, I think I was just confronting a lot of things as a parent, fears that you have. And I just wasn't sleeping very well. I found myself getting really thinking a lot and a lot of emotional turmoil. And I think it was just part of giving over to the part and part of, I think, giving over to the story. And I just sort of went with it. But thankfully, thank God, my wife was with me. My kids were with me. Uh, it was COVID. We were in a bubble, which was amazing for me. And they really helped get me through it. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about your father. Mm. I, you. I did not know that you passed. Mm. Um, we have, a, we have a clip from the movie. It's yeah. you and your son. Is, is there anything we need to know? Yeah, it's not long after I found out that he hasn't been going to school and he's been lying to me about it. I've really been trying to help him and feeling that we'd be making progress and all of a sudden I've realised there's been a lot of lies, a lot of deception, and I'm at my wit's end, basically, I think. Jim? 
Take back what you just said, Nicholas. Do you hear me? You take back what you just said now. Ask me and ask me. Haven't I always done everything for you? I stayed with your mother for years for your sake. So why are you saying this? Why? Why? Tell me why. Is it because I fell in love with another woman? Is that my crime? How is that any of your business? I have the right to reinvent my life. It's my life, you hear me? It is my life. I'm sorry, Nicholas. I don't know. I don't know what just happened. As a dad, it's hard to watch that. Yeah. As a dad, it's hard to watch that. I did hug my kids, especially tight that night. I was wondering. Yeah. I was wondering. Oh. I can imagine playing this role and sort of being in the, the middleman as son and father at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, especially after the passing of your father. Did mm. it make you think differently about your job, your role as a father, and your relationship oh, sure. to your family? I think I'm a different parent now uh, because of it. I, I think I'm more open to being vulnerable with them, saying things like, I'm not sure, or, you know, realising... <laughs> realising that sometimes I may be preoccupied by something going on with me, like I'm preoccupied about the opening of The Music Man, for example, and then realising that they may think, oh, they've done something, and just me not communicating, because I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to burden them with that, doesn't help. And so now I find myself saying, hey, guys, sorry if I feel distant, I'm really nervous about this thing, and... If I've gone off in my head, it's nothing to do with you. And I seem, they seem to really appreciate it. I've got a 17 and 22-year-old. And I think that idea of communicating more, not necessarily not just because you're the father, you, know, you don't have to know. You don't have to know what to do or what the best thing is. And it's OK to say that. And then, yeah. of course, they use that and wrap you around your little finger, you know. <laughs> As well they should. As well they should. Hugh, lovely to see you. Thanks, Thanks for the being here. You're most welcome. The Sun opens in theaters this Friday. Hugh Jackman, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.